You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, all right, all right, all right. What's up, bruh? Sorry, I'm just going to fix this. Uh... What's up, bruh? How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. We're in a brave new world today, Eddie. We are. We're, we, in, the, we're in the post. For, we're in a post fur world, dude. We're in a post fur world. We are like the last time that that the punters and dribblers heard from us, we were not accomplished boxing compares. No, we weren't. Look, we didn't have anything on the resume. Put it that way. Like if I was going for a gig as a boxing commentator until last night, I would have walked in, hand over my resume, and it would have been blank. Yep. Now. Well, now it's, it's fucking packed. It's packed with jammed with you know it's furs. It's like I think the only thing potentially lacking in our uh, boxing attire last night was a bit of jewelry. I wouldn't mind stepping up our jewelry game next time. Look, I wouldn't mind that, Tom. I mean, if Ko want to put us in you know real gold necklaces, big thick bitches, then I'm happy to put that on. <laughs> Yeah. But I need the real stuff. Yeah, no, I need this thing to be like carroted. I don't want to sully my name. I want carrots around the neck and on the fingers. Tom, look, give me a carrot. Yeah. And I'll bend over. But give me plastic. Well, I I walk off the job. I'm walking off. I walk off. I'll be a prima donna. Yeah. Don't force me to be. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a prima donna. But now that I am a a fur, you know. A furman. A furman. All one, uh, then. Yeah, but you're you know, a man. Well, I am a man, but I could be. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, don't get bogged down. No, no, no. You don't want to. Don't get bogged down. Don't get bogged you down. You can get fucking caught in a rabbit hole these don't days. Don't get bogged you, down. You don't want to allow just, yourself. No, you just keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward with honesty in your heart. That's right. And, and you your can't soul. go wrong. And your soul. Now, for those of you wondering what the fuck we're talking about, Eddie and I last night were um, given the privilege, nay the honour, nay the privilege. <laughs> Nay the responsibility. Nay the responsibility to... Um, we did a fight companion for No Limit uh, and KO watching basically the three main fights on the card. Ben Hannett, Justin Hodges, one of the great fights all time. Paolo Acuso and uh, Berridge. And then Liam Wright and Ruay Liam Wilson. Liam Wilson, fuck me dead. We had trouble with Liam's name. Liam's, Liam Wright, Liam Wilson, Jake Wilson. And there was no... Liam Wright, the surfer. Jake Owen Wilson. Wright, the surfer. Owen Wright, the surfer. <laughs> Owen Wright. Who's Jake Wright? Jake Wright, not a surfer. Or is that just Jake Wilson, you've, Liam Wright? No, you're, so you've gone, Liam Wilson. you've gone Liam Wright. So you've got the, the first name right and the last name wrong. I said Jake, Jake Wilson, Wilson. So I got the last name right, right and the first, first name, name wrong. wrong. And you've just combined them yep. to make it doubly wrong. Doubly wrong. Look, and that was, you know, no disrespect to Liam Wilson, a true warrior who got the chockies yep. without... The use of his left hand. Yeah, I think he broke his hand early in the fight. At least that's what he said. But Jake Wilson, a friend of ours, uh, went to Bathurst with him. Every time I saw that last name, it was just bang, Jake came yeah. into my head. And I yeah. couldn't shake it. No. Had it, it happened several times. Um, I'm not apologizing for it. I'm merely pointing it out. So we did that. We commentated the boxing. Uh, the numbers are rolling in, Eddie, as we speak, where we got our, you know, our people at No Limit and KO. Um saying that it was breaking records. There was about 400,000 people watching us, which is... That's conservatively. Well, like, they're, they're just... That's the pro, just the, they're the yeah. preliminary numbers, yeah. Tom. Yeah. Um, look, you should see an uptick of 50 60% on that number when it's all said and done. Yep. But we have broken records. Know that. So thank you to the punter and the dribbler for their support. For tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, first time we've done it. 
Don't think it'll be the last. Um, our bread and butter, I think it's fair to say, is dribble and yarn. Mm. I don't think I'm breaking any fucking grounds yeah. suggesting that. Which ties in very nicely with rugby league biffs. So like Western Star spreadable, but dribble and yarn. That's exactly. So that's butter that you can spread. Lure pack, but dribble and yarn. That's right. Le pack. So our focus moving forward will be rugby league biffs. Rugby league biffs, UFC biffs. Because I think UFC we could probably do a bit more. I think moving we, forward it's biffs. Know that. But know that. I think that, you we know. May have a, we may have a I think it's got to like, you know, it's rugby league biffs. First and, and then, foremost. And then I think maybe like, you know, big ticket biffs. BTBs. BTBs. You know, the ones in narrative and yarn. And dribble. And dribble. So that would be that's that would be the goal. But uh yeah, that was fun as fuck. Look, packed house last night at the Brisbane Convention Center. Well like I mean, Brisbane Convention Center is just a beautiful convention center. We flew up there private, flew back private, it was really nice. Um We're in bed by twelve AM. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thus is the speed and the efficiency of the private jet. Yeah. Brisbane Convention Center, punters and jibbers, if you can if you can picture in your mind's eye the greatest convention center of all time, that's where we were. That's where we were. And that's a place where people convene for all manner of things. Well, it's a center of convening. Yeah, convention. I wonder what they do there. I mean, obviously they do the biffs. We were there last night for them. It was great. Ringside, thanks to No Limit, thanks to Kaya. But I'm seeing, like, you know, do they have, like, your hill songs there every once in a while? Do they have an NBL game? Do they... Possibly. Tom, do they hold a Stepford's there? Yep. Did, has Tobler danced there in, a, in Tobler's, a different life? Tobler's danced there in a past life. You know? Yep. Tobler in a 2-2, just working it. Well, speaking of Tobler, so obviously last night, Tobler came with us last night. Um, and as we got there to wardrobe... Well, firstly, Tobler dressed like Ryan Gosling basically the whole day yesterday. Ryan Gosling from Crazy Stupid Love. Which is the best dressed anyone has, has ever, ever been. So, it's, it's Ryan Gosling, Crazy Stupid Love, Tobler yesterday. Yeah. Tobler, Tobler didn't best Ryan Gosling no, in that well, movie. No, one can. Because no one can. And, you know, I'm not going to tell Porky Pies. But he was a rung below. Know yeah. that. Turtleneck. He can't RNs, dress for impress. Nice jacket, nice pants. Polished. Polished. Usually he's sort of a bit of a tracky duck operator. Well, like he bought Gosling. the boot polish. Yeah. Which I like to see. Warmed my heart. Yeah. So we get into wardrobe last night, punters and dribblers, to get the lay of the land. Well, firstly, it was pizzas in the green room, which was nice. I'm now five from six days <laughs> straight on pizza for dinner, which is ridiculous. It's not something so, I'm doing intentionally either. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. Tuesday, Wednesday. That's pretty fucking out there. Friday, Saturday, Sunday was all me. In terms five of like, from six is... Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. If, if it makes it any better, I am intermittent fasting between the hours of 8.30 and midday. Uh, it probably doesn't because I also sometimes love a vegan gummy and then at like midnight I'm pounding fucking salami and hummus. So, I mean, it's not all true. But the first three Friday, Saturday, Sunday pizzas, all on me. Tom's fault. Tom needs to be better. Tom's a pig. Put your hand up, Tom. The Tuesday pizza was going to my mum's house for dinner. She was She's moving overseas for six months and I went over there and pizza was provided. I had no option. It was there. Was it? Yeah, okay. So I ate it. Yeah. How many slices did you have? Not many because there was a fair few people there and not a shitload and of And that under-ordered? Well, they had pizza and lasagna, but the lasagna, I'm not going to fuck, I'm looking at you, Bar Reggio, who I love, but the lasagna was basically like sloppy mints in a fucking bowl. Now that could be down to Uber Eats. I'm not prepared to blame Bar Reggio, who I hold in very high esteem, and we spend a lot of time there. We have. 
but the lasagna was not up to code. It, fuck, there was no structural integrity to it. It was a pot. It was a puddle. Undercooked. You can or argue, pe- or potentially dropped. It wasn't undercooked because it tasted delicious, but yep. the structural integrity was non-existent. So you did try some. I had a bit of lasagna. I had a bit yep. of pizza. Yep. Okay. But I didn't have a lot of pizza because there wasn't a shitload to go around. Sure. We then rolled a Wednesday. Australia's boxing's night of nights. We get into the green room before getting into wardrobe, and lo and behold, there's a fucking one of the great prawn pizzas I've ever seen. Shout out to Crust. And so I set about getting into it. We did. You made light work of it. There was four pizzas there for, for three hungry boys. I noticed the, the others in the room were, were very gracious in allowing us f- first rights to the pizza. Which, that was gracious. I was like, I, I was like, are these guys not eat? Well, I think they were just letting us lay our claim. Yeah. We put a hurting on them. <laughs> we put a hurting on them early. Um, well, they needed to be hurt. <clears throat> but anyway, so five out of six nights eating pizza is never going to be good, no matter who you are, intermittent fasting or not. Look, it, basically, it sets you, it sets you up. Um, I have done one 11 kilometer run in between there as well, just sure. if that makes sure. if that if that sweetens the deal at all. All I'm trying, all I'm getting at punters and dribblers is if you if you're attacking pizza five out of six nights, it sets you up poorly to try and get yourself into a into a 36 pant when. Evidence suggests that you, you're a forty. Well, now I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you there. Wardrobe asked for our dimensions because we're wearing the the black tie, bow tie, fur coats as you've seen, suit shoes, dinner shoes, whatever the fuck you call them. So, I stand by the truth and the reality that I am a thirty six, in everything. 36 and under, really. I'm not over 36. At least I have been. Punish dribblers know that I have been. I've been over 36 before. Fucking oath. But I haven't been over 36. In fact, there are some 36 pants that I literally turfed the other day. And by turfed, I mean donated because they were too big for fucking this pizza-loving papa. But I get to the wardrobe at the Brisbane Convention Centre and I go to put on my dinner suit. And to say that they were small, the pants, would be one of the great understatements of all time. Well, they weren't small, the pants. They were small on you. That's not fair. That's obviously... Do you know, they, like, I'm not, you wouldn't, you well, wouldn't of class course, that as a small pant. Well, it's always got to be in the context of the person wearing it, right? Like, to a Barbie doll, they'd be the biggest pants of all time, <laughs> right? To a dog, they'd be huge. Look, they're not a size small, put it that way. They were a 36... Right, a 36. Now, that's cool. But they were, to get them done up, punters, dribblers, which I did, initially I was like, holy shit, I'm not going to be able to do up these fucking pants. This is worst case scenario territory here. Yeah. Pants uh, don't do well. After you after you ticked off the, that mine were indeed 34s. Well, because I thought maybe they got it wrong. So we're going to look at Eddie's and I'm like, oh no, okay, so they're 34s. These, I still defy anyone to prove, like I don't believe they were 36s, but that's all right. <laughs> I don't believe that 36s. I had to pull them up above my childbearing hips and then basically above my belly button just to, like where where there's the only obstruction is organs, you know? Yep. So like you can you can mush organs. You can't mush hips. No, you can't. Well, bone doesn't mush. Bone doesn't mush, organs mush. Yep. So I had to put it into organ territory and mush me organs like I was wearing a fucking what's the things that a, chicks used to wear? A, gir- like a girdle? A corset, girdle. Yeah. Same, yeah. Think Kate Winslet. Titanic, her mum's fucking porn. Yeah, yeah, and it's tight. She yeah. can barely breathe. She barely breathes, and her mum's being really fucking... T. Trudy. Yeah. 
you were going to marry that cow. Whatever. <laughs> um, he's a great fit for us. He ensures our survival. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got him on. My testicles, though, were... Because I had to pull them up so high to, to sort of organ territory. That's right. And they weren't exactly like a low... They didn't have a low sort of gooch part to them. No, it no, no. This conventional. Was, this, was, this was like, I may as well have dropped an anvil on my sack. Like mm. it was, the poor thing looked like it was just, you know, if you like leave, you know, you like they leave flowers in books for a really long time and you open them after a while and they're just completely <laughs> fucking pancaked. Yep. That's what my fucking dick and balls look like at the end of this thing. Just completely like, oh, that's beautiful. Look at that. We there f- was, and there was concern it. on your face when you finally got the button up. I don't know why you insisted on putting on on, on buttoning up. I didn't. Well, I because didn't there was, was I knew it was like we're fucking we're in our gear. We got to get photos and uh, shit. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But you looked at me like I'm going to need that bigger jacket. Yeah, because you had the big black jacket. Because I was like, if I can have it undone, then I can have that jacket to cover it. Right? You had the big fur, so I'm thinking I can get away with having the pants undone if I have the bigger fur. I can cover the thing. And you were like, no. And I was like, what <laughs> the fuck is this about? Where's the supportive? teammate here and you're like it's way funnier if your pants can't do up I'm like, you piece of shit which it was no it was because it was hilarious seeing this seeing this big man squashed into this this small fitting suit was just on a six-day pizza bender on a six-day pizza bender was fucking you know perfect perfect the jacket the the sleeves were too short it was a dream yeah it was a dream and watching tom waddle down the fucking Waddle down the hallway. Well, also, the, the shoes were out. too small. I felt like... Uh, you look like a penguin. I read a book in primary school called, like, Chinese Cinderella. Like penguin, about, like, where you get the foot binding. It felt like my feet were getting fucking crushed in these shoes. I was like, this is fucking insane. And so I'm, like, slowly clopping down the hallway. But also, you made me scissor, paper, rock for the jacket, which was, like, fight for your freedom sort of thing. Fight for your right. First of three, I was down 2-1 and came up with the chockies. I thought I... I didn't think I had it. As soon as we went to Sister Dave Rock, I go, I'm not, I'm not winning this jacket. I can just tell. It was written in the stars. And I didn't win the jacket. And so I had to do up the pants and crush my organs and then clop down the hallway in these <laughs> tiny fucking shoes. <laughs> but you know what, dude? You can't put a price on looking that good. No, you can't. And I think that... You know, despite the fact that you were squashed in there, Tom, Chinese Cinderella, as it were, that I think you look great. There were some comparisons made between you and the late, great Jack Gibson, which is always good for morale. Yep, I'll take that every day of the week. I think you take that every day of the week. I thought you looked terrific. Kay did a brilliant job in, in dressing us up, as it were. Uh, the only thing missing was jewellery, which we will insist on next time. I'm thinking rings. Rings and, and chains. gold chains. Rings and chains, baby. Rings and chains. Fights were good. Fights were fun. Pulo Acuso, the kid from Mount Jewett, can fucking throw down. Oh, bro, bro. No he can throw down. Olympian at 2020. 2020 Tokyo Olympics. It was in 2021, but you get the fucking drift. Kid can fucking punch on. Yeah. Know that. He's a thoroughbred. He's a specimen. Yeah. He's cousins with Sawali, so he's, he's, he's of the right he can, stock. He can hunch on, bro. Fucking oath, cunt. He can, he can hunch on. on. Those Western Sydney boys are doing well. He's friends with all the Panthers players, all from the area. Him and Bam Bam are tight. You're like, mate, there's some stock coming out of that part of the world. One four are ripping and tearing. I don't know what's in the water in Mount Jewett, Tom. I'm not aware. No. But 
It's got a bit of tank water about it's it. It's got some serious tank water vibes. They're ripping and tearing out there. It's mad. And uh, Akuso was looking the goods. He hit the, he hit the old bloke, Berridge, who was 30 fights. 40 fights. 40 some world titles. 40 fights. Dude, he hit him with some fucking monster shots. He hit him with like three shots that rocked or dropped him in the second round. And... They ended up getting the towel thrown in, which was nice. Round two towel throw, they must have... If if you're throwing the towel in round two, obviously he was getting fucked up, which he was, and I think it's good that your corner's like throwing the towel, but they must have expected very little from their fighter if your towel's well, cocked and ready I to think go. It's, I think it's very... I think it would... I don't mean this with any disrespect, but I think even Berridge would agree that he was in the twilight of his career, Tom. I'd say so. 37 hasn't not had prime. A win, hasn't had a win since 2018 a long time now in fairness to him he did retire for three years and he had three years back. off and he's come back in 2021 and now and he's fought again losses. look it was the tune-up Akuso needs on on a path to breaking Jeff Fennick's record of seven fights to becoming world champion we'll see if he can accomplish listen that. it's a it's a it's a fucking it's a tall order it's a tall goal it's a large goal but you know what that's that's what it's about large goals Large, healthy, tall, strong goals. Substantive goals. That's what it's about. Setting goals. Achieving goals. Ticking off goals. Achieving goals. goals. Chasing goals. Goals, goals, goals. Goals, goals, goals. Now, the fight of the night was obviously Ben Hannett versus Justin Hodges. The people's main event. The people's main event. A couple of people's champions, especially if you're a Queenslander. Now... I didn't know. I knew Ben Hannett it was that he'd been referred to as the polar bear over his career. And the big omelette. Well, no, I knew he was referred to as the polar bear. Right. Such is his polar bear-esque appearance. Big, fat, and white. But I didn't know about the omelette. And I believe from the notes we were given, it's purely based on his proclivity for consumption of omelettes. He absolutely adores omelettes. Now, the math suggested to us, Tom and I crunched the numbers quickly. He and his wife, there's two plus the eight kids, makes ten. Now, what's the average egg per omelette? It'd have to be two. Two to three? Well, I th- I'd say four. three. I think four. You think, well, but if you're a child... Average though, across the children, three. I, I think you go three average egg per omelette. I think that if your name's the big omelette, then you're making at least ten omelettes a day. He'd be having... A four to five egg minimum in his omelette. I think the wife would be three and all the kids are three. So what's the average then? Four three, three? eights, 24, plus the wife is 27, plus Ben's five minimum. You got 32 eggs for one breakfast. So 32 times 365, Dior. That's what we need. That's how many eggs that big boy is putting away. Oh, him and the family putting away a day. Uh, 11,680. That sounds about right. Yep. That sounds about right. That's a lot of eggs. That's a lot of eggs. You now divide that by 12 so we work out how many dozen that is, Dave. Thank you. He'd have to buy the 36 packs. Uh, 973 and a third. So 974. 974 dozen. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a dozen. That's a Hannett dozen. That's a Hannett dozen. So the big omelette got in there. He, he was all omelette last night. I've got to tell you, he was all He omelet. looked like a fucking omelette. It was all omelette. He was bouncing and jiggling and it was wobbling jiggling. and bobbling. And it was a jiggle off. And you like to see that. The big boys, the big leagueies came to throw. Ben Hannon got down from 116 to 106 or something like that. He was all omelette coming into it. 116's a big fucking boy. I don't know how him and Justin Hodges are so close in weight, truthfully. And now I know Ben lost it 
a bunch of omelette to get down to. Justin Hodges is a big frame, bro. Huge he's he's bigger than I realize. He's I've never seen him in person. Huge, so, like, obviously, if you're a big frame and then when you blow out, like, but I don't know. It just sort of, it just seemed like they were closer than I would have ever expected. That being said, jiggle it was, jiggle we got, and it was, it was good shit. Ben, listen, I don't think either fighter, and our good friend, the commish, George Rose, said as much to us when we spoke to him live from the Brisbane Convention Centre last night, uh, ringside. Because the yarn was like the winner fights gallon. And then once you saw the fight, you're like, I can't see a world where Paul Gallon doesn't kill both of these gentlemen in a fight. That was what that that was the that was the narrative in the yarn pre-fight, Thomas. It may well have just been designed to get some tongues a wagon. Mm. After the first ten seconds of the fight, I was you know instantly t- taken back to other fights I'd seen Hannett and Hodges have separately, of course. Mm. But I didn't see a whole lot of improvement, and to suggest that they are on Paul Gallon's level is ridiculous in the extreme <laughs> could you imagine paul gallon as well he's probably Bro, looking he for would... like a send-off and it's like yeah i'm probably uh, one more fight maybe and then seeing that fight and going i just don't know if you I can don't... sell that fight well you can't because he would it would be around one i would be responsibly emptying every bank account i have and putting it on a round one he'd be, he, you, i don't think you could get a market for it he'd be a dollar he'd be a dollar you'd be an even he'd be a dollar neat i reckon yeah Maybe you get a dollar one. Unlikely. I just that's how one sided that fight would be. It I just can't see it happening. Kamish though admitted that Justin Hodges, who got the W, probably needs another fight if he's gonna go on to fight Gallon. I'd but be Gallen shocked if they like, ever fight. I can't see that fucking happening. Gallon has fought for like heavyweight title of Australia. It just doesn't seem like you can fight Justice Hooney and Justin Hodges. And the last I mean? guy that fucking Gallon fought was legit as well. Yeah. Krastevsky. Like no, I don't see that one. Paul Gallon is a boxer. Paul Gallon is a motherfucker. And also, no jiggle on that boy. You know what I mean? Like, Gal ain't jiggling. No. No, he ain't jiggling. Well, he's fucking tough as stone, mate. Tough as stone. That fight would honestly be over in like 10 seconds. Yep. Uh, but it was fun to watch. It was great I will never, fun to watch. I will never, ever, 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 ever tire... Of watching Leaguey's punch on. No. On the I field, won't. off the field, car yeah, park, yeah, like in there's the no, ring. Yeah, there's no slickness yet. They're, yeah, the, the sweet science is is hardly sweet. Sweet that. and sour science. It's sweet and sour, but like, it, are you expecting Floyd Mayweather? No, you Surely come, you're not. You, you come want, for the jiggle. You come for jiggle and haymakers, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. Jiggle come hay. For, I come here for haymakers. That's what I'm here for. And throw. And we asked him to throw in What's round two. What's the etymology and the boys of haymaker? Um, it's a great question. Well. I don't know. No. So the punch. So so basically the punch, a haymaker, a big wide swing resembles, uh, you know, like a scythe. Those things that like the Grim oh, Reaper has. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So that's what they used to harvest hay with back uh-huh. in the day. There so you go. Like, you would come at a big wide angle and kind of come from that just like a... Make hay. Like a haymaker. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, that that's makes what, but that is what you watch leagueies for, right? Not slickness, mainly... Well, I think post-career leagueies, it's jiggle, haymakers, and a sweet and sour science. For current rugby league players... Muscularity, haymakers, sweet and sour science. That's right. 
Fleggies are throwing, it's the sweet and sour science. Yeah. That's what we know. That is what we know to be true. <laughs> uh, but a great night. A Thanks great night. In. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to No Limit for having us. For KO, for having us. For the ringside seats. It was a pleasure. We'll do it all again. Fucking oath we will. Now, Thomas, yeah. I have you an got apology to, to make. I already know what it's going to be. I, gotta, I, I must apologise. I do. I've got to apologise. Oh, I've got to apologise. <laughs> i got to apologise. It's been the greatest fucking cleaner of all time. It's been the greatest cleaner of all time. I've done it. Oh, he's done it. Has he done it? I've he's done the done impossible. It. Has he done Hell it? Has he done it? Wow. Has he done it? I was not. Wow. 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 Hold on, punters, dribblers. Has he done it? <laughs> Dude. He's done it. Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, he's done it. <laughs> <laughs> he's done it. Yeah. Dude, Steph's mum's going to be fucking. Steph and Steph's mum. I want to rub it in their face. I'm going to throw these things out. Bro, you've fucking done it. <laughs> Dude, he's the greatest cleaner of all time. You are in the presence of greatness. It's, now it's now official. Dude, we're in the presence of fucking greatness. King you know what wash. I mean? The kid King can of the wash. wash. King of the wash. King of the wash. Kid can wash. Kid King can wash. wash. King of the wash. Wow, uh, dude. I love these pants. Cheap yeah. fucking Spanish pants. They're back, baby. Spanish pants are back. Shout out to mum who played a starring role. Did she? Well, she helped me. We workshopped it. You know what Did I mean? Did you? We had to workshop this one. Yeah. Well, this is like a master and apprentice, right? Like That's you're right, obviously exactly the right. protege, but you always lean on. Well, sometimes you get on the blower of the master and you, and you, and you, and you glean what you can. Mm. Because turmeric's a motherfucker, yeah. and turmeric's stubborn as all get out. Turmeric, I shout it to turmeric, who was a worthy foe. <laughs> turmeric was a worthy foe, yeah, right, and yeah. turmeric brought, brought the best out of you. Fucking brought the best out of me. It brought its A game. <laughs> turmeric had a red hot crack, and you know I can't help but respect turmeric. Yeah, for what it was, you know, what it was able to achieve here, yeah. you know, over the last couple of weeks, yeah. but. When it comes down to it, when it go, when you get down to brass tax punters and dribblers, when you're going up against the king of the clean, king of the wash, king of the wash, you know, very rarely you're going to get a W. I was I was expecting when you were saying bad news, I was like, fuck, you couldn't do it. So that was a great trick of the eye, sleight of hand. How long did it take? Now, because I know you filmed this, were you? I did. I filmed. Should we? Yeah, I filmed. I filmed all the the. I filmed the moments. Yes. I filmed the moments. Yeah, well, that's all that matters. I, it, it, look, it was, I was prepared for its stubbornness. Know that. It was, uh, it was the, it was, should I explain it? I'll explain. Do you want me to explain the process? Yeah, dude. It required a, a pre-soak, a pre, a pre-wash, which is like the, the shit you you spray on it, like a nappy sand style thing. And uh, it just sort of, it, it just, it's bringing it up. Okay, it's bringing it's trying it up. To re- re- rise. It's, you're rising it. Right? Getting like, it off the fabric if you can. Getting it, getting it away from the fabric. Yeah. Because it's clinging to the fabric for dear life. Right. You want to get it up. It's still on the side of a cliff. That's right. Then after 10 minutes, you get a little, like uh, I had a toothbrush and you just got to just give it a, just up you get. Continue to lift. Up you get. I need you to lift. I need you, I need you lifting here. I need you lifting here. Right. <laughs> 
Then you get the Sarge targeted action. It's all in the video. You'll see it. Get it into a little fucking bowl and spin it up. A paste is what we need. Mm. A pa- and a paste is what I got. Now, I had some trouble early on with the consistency. I had to keep adding it in. I put in too much water, but that's all right. I got the paste going. And then yeah. you heap it on with a spoon and then like rub it in. Leave it overnight, Tom. Oh, okay. Came Fuck. back in the morning and you'll like wipe off the thing and you can see where you're at. The turmeric had gone from yellow, you know, the colour of turmeric punters and dribblers, to red. And I was like, okay, turmeric's here to fucking... <laughs> turmeric. This, that's when I knew I was up against a fucking worthy <laughs> adversary. When it had gone, okay, look, you, I'll change colour on you then. Yeah. yeah you know you, what I yeah, mean? You think you fucking know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, a red. And I'm like, you know... Like red to a bull. I'm like, right, bro. Oh, we yeah, just, yeah. You just you double down. I now, double right? down. Much like I've told you in the past, Thomas, and much like I've I've told the punter and the dribbler. If you are out of options, if you have nothing at your disposal, if you if you fucking broke and poor and on your last penny, and you you can't buy cleaning equipment, just keep throwing it in the wash. You know what I mean? Mm. So like that, I go. Well, we're going again then. I'm going again. Yeah. Repeated this fucking repeated it. Got home last night. Wiped it off. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I go, okay. Put them in the wash, rinse them out, dry them. Thanks for coming. It's all in a day's work. It's all in a day's work. King of the wash. Two day. It's a two day wrestle though. Yeah, that was. That's a tussle. It's a two day tussle. Two day tussle. That's It's, you know, when you got a stain on your hands, a two day tussle. King of the wash, dude. King, King of the, of the wash. wash. That's how you do it. Fuck me, dude. That's great. Save me pants. Because I was like, I don't know where I'm gonna get some other ones of these like you know when you just got pants that work you work with them and you talk about like size and shit like they fit nice everything you know what? i'm probably gonna wear them on saturday i'd love you to yeah i think it'd be a nice nod to me full circle be a nice nod, nod to, to me. You. i'll wear them on saturday that'd be great i think that's i think you, you i've earned that you've earned that <laughs> you've earned that Excellent. Well, that's so impressive. that's where you go. So a couple of punters and dribblers reaching out, being like, Mo, can I have a crack of the big time? Would they earn me a baggy green? Listen. Would washing my pants earn you a baggy green? Listen. No, it wouldn't. Listen. Who's the king of the wash? There's only me one king you? of the wash here. There's only one king of the wash. Is it me or is it you? Because it feels like it's me. It certainly does feel like it's you. So, shh. Away with you. Long live the king. Long live the king. What's the uh, Dylan Alcott vid, Dave? Is that like fit for public consumption? Yeah, I mean, it was on an Instagram. Um, so basically, Dylan Alcott, uh, his partner is a sexologist, a sex therapist. Yep. Chantel Otten. Yep. Um, and so they were out for dinner with some friends, and it appears to be a like a promotion. So um, Alcott's partner is obviously being paid to promote some sort of sex toy. Okay. Which is, um, yeah, which is controlled by an app. Yeah, yeah, I'll get the video. Um up. Also, punters, dribblers, we do have an, a second TV now, which I'm really horny about because we don't have to turn around and look at the man ray behind Eddie. Um, so here's the video. Is that coming through for you? No, it's not. Okay. We are facing the same issues. Oh, yep. Edward? Yeah. There. And so they're, they're with a few friends at dinner. She's got it uh, inserted and he's controlling it on the app. And then her friends are kind of like just having a bit of a feel around to see that it's vibrating. All right. So now that we've fixed our technological situation, we are so it's Dylan Alcott basically getting it, getting his miso off at dinner with a 
vibrator that he's controlling via a phone. Good for Dylan. Okay. It's all happening. Isn't it? And her friends are feeling the vibration. Yeah, okay. Sure. I mean, someone's just touching a... Jesus Christ. Christ. Good Lord. I mean... You ever got up to something like that, Tom? No, I haven't. At dinner with the the friends? With With the the, friends? Or maybe with the family? With the Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with you know, yeah, Steph's mum and we're like fucking... Oi, I've got a vibrator in Seth's pants. No, what about you with Ella's, with, uh, with you know, Tim and Nicola? You have a... Look, I don't usually... No, it's not usually how the family dinners go for no. us. No. No, neither. And what about now that I've friends, seen though? I mean, like, we're going to Byron soon. Is that something we maybe look at doing with the girls when we're all out to dinner? Yeah, yeah. Maybe put them in when we go to Splendor. Walk around. Mm. Could be nice. <laughs> Film it. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Nice walk up to the lighthouse with a couple in. Yeah, exactly. While they're ordering coffees, just dial it up to a fucking thousand. Watch them collapse. Um, dial them up. Now, how has this been? Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, what, yeah is this, has it been... Um, so let's just read some angry mums. Fifi Murray. I won't read their names. Conduct unbecoming, Dylan Alcott. As a strain of the year, do we really need to read about your sexual adventures at a Sydney restaurant? Is anything sacred in this world? Sort yourself out. That photo says everything you need to know, though, about Fifi. She's not happy. Folks, the Australian of the Year award winner. Time t- to can the award once and for all. I mean, relax, cunts. Sorry, Dylan, you've lost me. What you want in private? Do what you want in private. This is gutter behaviour and no civilised society should allow it to be normalised. Time to cancel Australia of the Year. Good Lord. Okay. I just read an article about Dylan Alcott, a respected Paralympian disability advocate in Australia of the Year, using a sex toy and his partner at a restaurant. Frankly, I'm shocked. I didn't think I could like him more than I already did, but here we are. Yeah, sure. I just don't think it. I like if you're offended by it, then you're a fucking idiot. Firstly, it's more for me. I'm just like, okay, cool, cool. Being offended about that is sheer madness. Yeah, it's sheer madness. Now, I'm not about to, as we've already outlined, jam a vibrator on Steph and fucking film it well. But also, his missus is a sexologist. Do you know what this is? This is what sexologists do. No, but like, he's like, it's promotion. Yeah. This is an ad. Yeah, and it's getting covered out the ass. And it's getting covered out the ass. Now, you might be upset about it, but I don't see a huge problem with what I see as a, a great and effective piece of marketing yeah. here. Yeah. Dylan and his, and his partner are the smartest ones in the room because it's article after article now, and probably, I would guess, Tom, work piling up. Well, if I mean, if it's, especially if it's their thing. If it's their thing they're selling, I mean, here you go. You want to get your missus gasming at dinner? Because I can, I can help I can, you out for thirty nine ninety five. Thirty nine ninety five plus shipping. Oh, shipping's not. Battery's not included. Machine not cheap. washable as well. Yeah, you can put it in the dishwasher if you want. If you wanted to. You know, if you have a big Sunday roast and you got you know pots and pans and whatever else, and you got to put in with the pots and the pans. Yeah, you know. That's what I'm offering. Nice hot, hot heat. Hot, hot heat. Well, and the pot wash goes for longer, Tom. Yes. Because it's got to get the grease and the grime off. 
So it's probably the perfect it's place. The, well, that is what you need. You need yeah. it to be a sort of a sustained wash. If you are, you know, a bit of a germaphobe. I mean, or, listen, are we, are we talking sex toys back-to-back episodes? I think so. Is there, is there a bit more info on the sex toy Did we talk about Dave? sex toys last time? Uh, I think we were talking about fleshlights. We were. Shout out to Benji Marshall. Um, do you want to, Dave, you don't need to, because obviously you had to come away from your desk there. If you just want to, or your seat, you can go back to your seat and speak into the mic and just give us an update on the sex toy. I'd be very interested to know. I'm assuming, does this thing just sit on top of, you know? Certain areas. The hot button, or is it like going inside? Deep within. Is this a, Is this just like a sort of, you know, an external vibrator vibe or is this a like you need to pop this thing in um i mean i would assume it some of it is going in otherwise you know but they're also feeling it from up top so i think if i'm half in fact if i'm gonna guess yeah maybe it may even sit on the panty linings on that's what i'm thinking and and it's a bit of clitoral stimulation if if we can get very doctory here (laughs) look we can get Dr. Phil on you. Well, I don't know about Dr. Phil. He's more of like an emotional... I think he'd cover this stuff. Maybe he would. He, he covers the important issues, Tom. It's true. What about... Is there a Dr. Harry? If I get <laughs> Dr. Harry on you... Well, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. We, we probably haven't settled on the correct doctor here, we but... We haven't necessarily found the right doctor yet. Dr. Drew. Shout out to Teen Mom. Sure. Um... Congrats to Dylan. Yeah, well done, Dylan. Um, <clears throat> cool. Oh, okay, I have found the the Juno, the Juno uh, Satisfaction Luxury Mini Vibrator. I believe is the one she was promoting. Um, bigger than a bullet, smaller than a dildo. This vibe is the perfect size to send you to the promised land. Bigger um, than a bullet, smaller than a dildo. I still feel like that's like going, you know, smaller than a whale, bigger than an ant. You're like, there's a fair bit of fucking middle ground. Well, I, yeah, I mean, but you're probably thinking of the top end of the of the dilly spectrum. I mean, I'm thinking about the full gamut, the beautiful, you know, array of dillies. <laughs> the full spectrum of dillies. So, yeah, I am thinking about, you know. What's possible. Your thumpers. And then I'm thinking about <laughs> your bullets. And yeah. where does it, you know. Somewhere between a thumper and a bullet is where I is where, is where this at. sits. Yeah, that's right. Is where the Juno one sits. Yeah. Um, look, shout out to the Juno one, which got a free plug. Not an ad. Not an ad. Shout out to Dillo Olcott. Um, look, I think the Australian of the Year should be canned now. No, no, yeah, cancel the Australian of the Year award because he's fucking getting his miso off in a. Come on, she's a sexologist. Just a fucking, just a guy trying to make his miso come at dinner. Like, what the fuck? What's this country become? When the Australian of the Year can't fucking get his miso off at a public at, restaurant. At dinner. Yeah. I mean, look, we've lost our way, haven't we, Tom? Whilst all of their friends touch her crotch. Yeah. Well, assist. Assist. Help out. What's this country come to? Disgraceful. Eddie, when we talk rugby league on this show, we do it thanks to our good friends at Kaya, the home of rugby league, as you know, as I know, as we all know. Tonight, huge game of rugby league, Thursday night footy, Manly taking on the Melbourne Storm. I truthfully, no hyperbole, no fucking, oh, Manly 13 plus. I think Manly win tonight, and I think they win well. I think they absolutely shitted in, Tom. I've never been more confident of a Manly victory. Now, 
there's a lot of people out there that'd be like, what are you two dickheads talking about? Mm. But the way we played our rugby league football against the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago was fucking superb. Except for the last seven minutes. Yep. Which I'm choosing to forget for the point of this conversation. Up until that point, we looked red hot. We're back at Brookie, where we play our best footy, coming up against a Munsterless storm side. Mm. Now, Pappenhausen back in as it's gone off the screen, Dave. I'm going to fucking kill this TV in a second. Um, Pappy back in. That's cool. But you know what? Two weeks on the sidelines or one week on the sidelines with COVID, I am... I'm not liking his chances. Think he comes in a little underdone? Yep. I think he's going to be tired. He's going to be gassed. A couple of weeks out. He's up against it? He's up against it, mate. Was it an injury as well? Was it an injury into COVID? I think mm. it was. So he's yeah. had a little... Huh? Yeah, it was. Yeah, he hasn't Injury played. into COVID, like Trell. So it could be a fucking shithole performance for him. And I think that Storm Jewel lost, Manly Jewel win. Um, Ruben at the back. DCE back. Foz back, Olakawatu back, Tuapalotu, Kula back. Schuster on the bench? Schuster on the bench. Yeah. Like, okay. The, 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 I think Schuster's just not, uh, this would be my perception of maybe where he's at, is that he's not fucking fit enough. Or maybe it's just that Des literally likes his injection of. Well, he was starting in the back row. He was. Craig Davey, though. Of snapping people in half fame. Yeah, Craig Davey doing a damn, the damn thing um, on the edge. <clears throat> Who knows? Who knows what that is? It's a weird one with Schuster, right? Because he's obviously a big Islander boy. And it's like some people are like, you know, oh, he doesn't look like he's fit enough. And I'm like, but there are some players that just don't get fit. Don't look fucking jacked. But they could still be fit and yeah, like there's some that carry maybe a little bit of puppy fat, so to speak. Yes. But that's just always there. It's yeah. part of like to maintain a certain weight, there needs to be a little bit on them. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to like fucking really trimming down and getting down to like 80 kilos. It's like, no, 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 no. I play better footy when I'm 95, 100. So let me bulk. So let me bulk. So let me bulk. I I honestly, truthfully think that Manly get the chockies tonight. Yeah. Like, I'm not coming in here talking shit. I think there's something in the air. There's something doing the rounds mm. from a vibe-based perspective that's making me feel really confident about tonight. Really confident. Yep. Like, I'd put a wager on. Confident. Yep. I will put a wager on. Manly 13 plus ribbon anytime. Love it. 15 bucks, I think. You, are you worried, Dave? I'd say you'd be slightly worried. I'm not worried. Not even slightly not worried? Even, what, not even a tiny bit? Your bench is shit compared to our bench. Our bench is bloody good. Okay, well, can you get if you can get it on the screen yeah. again, we can we can bag you out about it. But I'm pretty sure that our bench takes a steamy piss. I will say that Alloy out concerns me. Is he Who's starting in the front row? Sipley, is it? Uh, front row is Kepi and Sipley. Interesting. Can you see the bench there? Uh, yes. Dylan Walker, Jaden Nicarima, no competition. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. Schuster, Tui Kamikamika, no competition. Easy, Martin Tapao, Nelson, and Sofa Solomon, sure. Nelson, Martin Tapao thinks he's big. He is like me compared to... I'm saying Nelson him. is fine. I'm yeah. happy with Nelson over Martin. Paseca over Jordan Grant. Like, wake the fuck up and it's gone again. My God. It's fucking TV. Um, we got a big bench, which I'm happy. I like seeing Tui and Nelson on there. That's a scary bench. That's a bench you don't want to walk into in a dark alley. 
Well, luckily it's not a dark alley. Luckily it's a fucking Brookvale. It's oval. a well lit Brookvale oval. Well lit Brookvale oval. The principle still stands, I believe. We that bench is shit for for Melbourne. Um, and then we go back up through the team. Jakey, Jake and uh, Brandon Smith lock. Jake better than Brandon. No disrespect, mm. Brandon. Uh, Davey better than Kenny Br- Kenny Bromwich comfortably. Oh. Olakawatu better than Chris Lewis. Of I wouldn't pick Chris Lewis if I bumped into him. I wouldn't know who it is. No disrespect. History teacher Chris Lewis, he knows the history of the game. Tulsa Sipley better than Josh King. Lachlan Croker, easily better than Harry Grant. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that one. I can't can't argue with that. Kepi better than Jesse Bromwich. Daly better than Jerome. Kieran better than Meany. Tuopolo too better than Grant. It, would he be the only player in the NRL called Grant? Have to be. Have to be. Is Grant. there another NRL player called Grant? I don't think so. There's Grant Atkins. Well, there's Harry Grant and there's Jordan Grant. That's, uh, that's no, not, not what we said, thing, though. I'm, I'm aware of how names We're work. talking about... F- we, his name's not Anderson Grant, is it? It's Grant Anderson. And I think it's a great point you make, Tom. A great point you make. You don't see a whole lot of Grants running around playing. For, you don't playing see Grants, football. dude. You don't see Grants. Grant, to me, even though it is a first name, I think it's more of a last name that's been converted to a first name. Or, you know, like I got a grant from the government. A government grant. Yeah, a government <laughs> grant, you know? Mm. They're the only kind of grants I usually get around. Last like, name grants and grants from the government. Yeah. <clears throat> or like grant access to something. If oh, I have, oh like can you grant me access? Yeah. yeah. Sure. <clears throat> grant is a first name will throw, you know, throw a lot of people off, I think. It's a, it's a curveball. I don't like I, – I think that unbalances the side. I think it definitely does. I think it's a concern for Melbourne because no one will know if they're talking about Harry Grant, someone Anderson, Grant Anderson, Harry Grant, Hugh Grant. Is he best to go with Mr. Anderson? Well, I mean, it's, I think it is probably because at least then I – mean, but, but then he invites – Matrix he, comparisons. That's right. That's right. Look, also, Eddie, look at his photo compared to everyone else. <laughs> Very alarming. Very alarming. That photo has been taken like just some in the middle of nowhere. It makes him look like a very small man. Yes. Like an ant. Yes. Grant the ant. Ant, Grant, Ant, Anderson. Ant, Anderson. He's tiny. He's tiny. Surely that's not to scale. Listen, <laughs> I'd be shocked if it was, but I've been shocked before. <laughs> I've been shocked. And you'll be before. shocked again. Yep. He would be a third the size of Justin Olin, possibly possibly a fifth. I'd say a fifth based on these photos. And, I mean, he'd fit inside Nick Meany's head. He would, comfortably. Comfortably. Now, Marion Seve doesn't even get a photo. Seve doesn't have a photo. That's, that's concerning as fuck for Melbourne. He doesn't even get a pick. Dean Aramaya. Sure, Dean. I don't mind you. Don't mind, you don't mind the hair, the hairdo you're rocking. Yeah, I like the hairdo. And then Pappenhausen of two weeks, three weeks, four weeks out. Underdone, underdone. Underdone. Tell you what as well, and I don't want to fucking, you know, have people smashing Ruben's odds in, but it's the young man's birthday today. Is it? So it's a bur- Okay. It's Ruben's birthday today. So firstly, Ruben, on behalf of Eddie, myself, the Hello Sport Universe... Tobler, D or Dave, fucking punters and dribblers the world over to the 15th peak. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. Does he get a hat trick on his birthday? Peter Siddle style. Is there a bit of Peter Siddle about tonight? Do you have a song? Raven's got a hat trick on his birthday. I think you definitely have. What's, can we find, what's, what's Ned's paying for 
Responsibly, what's Ned's paying for Ruben Garrick Hattrick on his birthday? I like that. I love that. I love that. I'm going to have a nibble. $21. to get a hatchet on his birthday. Yep. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Manly 13 plus. Let's get a hattie on his birthday. <clears throat> so we turn our attention to some of the other games. Yeah. <sighs> I can't help but think that the Knights-Titans game is going to be... Listen. If a that, bit of a shit show. Well, listen. I, I think more it's like if there was a dictionary definition of a six p- a Friday 6pm game, like this would be it, right? They'd just show a photo of this. Round, what round are we? Uh, 16. Around 16, Friday 6pm, 12th v 16th. Wedged in between origin two and three. Yeah. That's what it's all about. As no, the no warm-up game well. to Panthers Roosters. No ponger either. No ponger. Perfect. Perfect. No ponger. Now, the Roosters are in ninth. Have we heard a whisper today? We have. I don't know that we report, but there is reports of... Um, let's just say this. I wouldn't be surprised if the Roosters start throwing every dollary do they have, cock-a-doodle dollary do at Cameron Munster. That's all we're saying. Is that don't be shocked if Cameron Munster gets every cock-a-doodle-do... Cock-a-doodle-dollary-do. ...thrown at him in the next year. Yeah. That's all we're saying. The Roosters, the reports we're hearing... And we hear reports. Uh, that the Roosters will be in the market for a 5-8. That's what we're hearing. Now, make of that information what you will. The Panthers are $1.15. When's the last time the Roosters were playing someone that was $1.15? That is short as fuck. Yeah, it is. That is ungodly short. Yep. But the Roosters aren't performing. It's as simple as that. No, they're not. We're all waiting for them to turn this magical corner... Turn this magical corner that no one knows where the fuck is, and they haven't turned it. No. Nothing's turned. Turnless. Can't turn. Can't turn. Can't turn left. Sharks are going to pump the dogs. You don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. No, I don't. Again, Thomas. You think the dogs are going to win? I think the dogs are going to win. No no Mick Potter. I don't know if that means much. It doesn't mean much. But he's not going to be at the game. He's got COVID. I don't think that means much. I'm not like, if you said no Matt Burton, I'd go, okay. Okay, sure. That's that's an interesting fucking development. No respect for Mick, okay. Uh, Cowboys, Broncos. I like Broncos. I don't know why. I just do. I like Cowboys, the cows. The cows, like, the cows almost losing to Manly to me was like, okay. But Manly are fucking red hot. No, I know. But that's why I'm saying the Broncos could. But are the Broncos red hot? They're pretty good, dude. They didn't look bad against the Storm, considering it was the Storm. Yeah, they looked okay against the Storm. Now, that being said, I'd been on the margs all day and I don't really remember and you and I were sort of bringing it home. We were whipping it home at your new residence and paying partial attention to the game. 
But the scoreline suggested and other right. people Look, we were whipping at home. Yeah. That's true. We were in the final 600 and yeah. we were whipping, we're at, whipping home. at home. So I don't know. We'd, 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 we'd peeled and worked. And we'd we're peeled and work. worked. It was hands and heels, hands and heels. Yeah. We'd peeled um, and we were getting into our work. Yep. We were, we were working. We were working. Put it that way. So I don't know, but I want the Broncos to win. I want the Cowboys to win. I don't like the Broncos. I don't like the Broncos What's, either. Why do you to like be honest, Broncos? I don't. All I want is Selwyn Cobo to score two tries. That's all I want. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Now, Rabbitohs Eels, I hate both these sides, but I hate the Rabbitohs less, but I think the Eels win. Like, the fact that the Rabbitohs are seventh and the Eels are sixth, I'm like, the Rabbitohs are so much worse than seventh, in my opinion. Yeah, they're shit. They are. They're no good. The Eels, I think, get the chockies, but... Latrell back for the bunnies. Latrell back. Honestly, it wouldn't shock me if the Rabbits won. Like, no. the Eels are fucking hot and cold. I would love them to win because I hate the Eels. Let's not pretend like the Eels roll out great footy week in, week out. They've got a loss in them. Mm. They've got a loss in them, mate. Loss to the Tigers, loss to the Dogs. Is that the math? Yeah. Is that the math? I think that's the math. Now, Warriors West Tigers, you don't think that the Warriors are going to get up in front of the, their own people. I don't. Back home. And you're using, are you using the... I'm not using the Tigers Leichhardt thing as like, well, that's why it won't happen. I'm saying fairy tales don't happen. The Warriors suck. No, Warri- no fairy tales do happen. They do and they don't. Of course they don't, but they oh, do. Yeah, they do. I don't think the Warriors have shown enough for me to think they get up. In fact, I think they've shown me enough to think that this is a sort of game they get fucking flogged in. I saw some stat that was like, there's only two people in the Warriors 17 who were at the... Or who were in the last Warriors side that played in New Zealand. Yeah, so they probably don't even fucking feel it as much. Yeah, they were like, there's like a bunch of the players on their team who've never played a first grade game in New Zealand. So it's not like it's, um, it doesn't necessarily mean as much to those players. Again, who the fuck knows? Does this thing overwhelm them as a team that already can't handle pressure, who can't score a point when they've got fucking a two-man advantage in a game? And now it's like, back in New Zealand, we have to win this one. The pressure, the pressure. Tigers are like, we suck, dude. We fucking got no pressure at all. We're just going to go over there and try and play. Mm. I see it being fucking 13 plus to the Tigers. I disagree. I've got to go with the Warriors on this one, punters and dribblers. Aotearoa. You know, back to Auckland, back to, back to Mount Smart Stadium in front of their own people after three years. I think they lift, Tom. I think they lift. And the West Tigers suck so much. They do. They, they suck so they much. Both, look, both these teams suck, so no result is off the table. Like, you can have a massive win to the Warriors, a small win to the Warriors, a massive win to the Tigers, a small win to the Tigers, or a draw, or the game just being called off because it's so shit. Like, there is no option that is off the you table. Think do you think that there's a chance they call the game off? I mean, if you have, like, nil all at halftime, no one's even really had an attacking set, no completions, there's a very good chance Peter just goes, kill it. So at halftime, no one's completed a set, you just go, fuck Pull it. the plug. Pull the plug. Every player's missed three tackles each. Yeah, pull the plug now. And there's 19 unforced errors per player. Kill it. Just kill it. Kill it. Look, I couldn't. I mean, under those circumstances, in in that sort of environment, I think that there's a chance it gets killed. But yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Dragons Raiders rounded out. I'm on the Raiders here, baby. I. How are the Dragons still eighth? <laughs> How are the Dragons still eighth? Yeah, I mean, it's because we lost to the Cowboys. That's why. Yeah, let's look at the ladder here. Uh, what are we here? 
points, 14. Uh, so we've got the Roosters. What's our four and against? 324. No. Minus four. four. I was going to say that's not <laughs> correct. Um, so we need a win. Who are the Dragons playing? Raiders. So I want, we want the Raiders to win. We want the dra- uh, and we want the Panthers to win, and then we need Manly to beat the Storm. Now, is that likely? We Obviously want not. Well, actually, if the Raiders win, they jump up. No, they don't. They're minus thirty nine. We want Raiders to win, so that we can jump the Dragons. But then we want the Raiders to keep losing, so that our bets. Listen, Michael Pryor yeah. maintain. Manly need a win. That's first and foremost. The Dragons need a small win, so that we all jump. Does that make sense? And then it's going to be Roosters. If Dragons and Manly win, sorry, if, if Manly and Raiders win mm. and the Panthers win, yep. Roosters could go down to 11th. They would go or down 12th. to 12th. They'd go down to 11th. If Bunnies lose as well, you can overtake them if they lose and you win by about 10 each. So we could be into 7th. It's fairly congested around the 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. They're making up numbers. Not Manly, we're in a slipstream to the top, but in the all those other shit teams making up numbers. Like, Bro, Panthers are already on 28 points. Fuck me dead. Yeah, they've only lost one game. Fucking impressive. Yeah. What's their points? Manly got the bye next weekend as well. That'd be good. Let's go into the... Let's get a win and then go into the bye. A win into the into the buy, get the two points, and now we're slipstreaming, bro. Now we're slipstreaming. Can you just go to Manly's upcoming games, please? Because mm-hmm. I know there's a Penrith one in there as well. But again, I think we win that. I think we win that one well. Why do you reckon you get two points for the buy? Uh, because as opposed to just giving no one points. Yeah, because you haven't won a game. <laughs> Don't know. It's off the screen again, Dior. Uh, okay, Knights, is it? So mm-hmm. by then Knights. Yep. Yep. Is it not moving? No. Then Dragons is the next one. Okay, yeah. that's all right. Dude, if we go... If Knights, we go, so... We if we win go, the Storm so into we the go buy, Storm, two points. By two, two points. points Dragons, Knights, Knights, Knights two, points, two points. Dragons, two points. points. Roosters, two, two points. points. We're, tw- we're fucking... We're flying. Eels, we always points. beat Eels. Titans, Titans two, two points. points. Sharks, Sharks, two points. Raiders. Raiders, two points. Bro, dogs. Oh, we that, can literally go... such an easy run home. We could go undefeated for the rest of the season. It all starts tonight. Yeah, it does. It starts tonight against the Storm. If we can get over that hump, if we can get over that hill, we it's literally downhill to the finals. Yeah. And we can come in with like fucking 10 wins under the belt, ready to hump, motherfucker. Bro, this is a good end of the season for us. And some of the guys near you as well have atrocious runs home. Like the Bunnies have got uh, yes, So we want to see, okay, we need to look. Bunnies, Dragons uh, is what we need. And Roosters. And Roosters. So where are we here? Rabbitohs, Eels. Then they've got the Rabbitohs, Knights. Okay, well, that's pretty easy. Dogs, pretty easy. Storm, they're fucked. Sharks, they're fucked. Warriors, they'll win. Eels, they're fucked. Panthers, Panthers they're, they're fucked. fucked. Cowboys, Cows, they're, they're fucked. fucked. Roosters, Roosters, they're fucked. Well, possibly. That's at the new stadium. Yep. Um, South isn't the worst run home, but it's not great. It's not as good as ours. All right, now can we go to the Raiders, please? Mm-hmm. Or the Dragons? Go. Oh, fuck it, Raiders. Go with you now. Um, Raiders have got... Stor- uh, so they got Dragons this weekend, then a bye. Storm, fucked. Warriors, they will... They'd probably lose it. Uh, Titans, who knows? 
Panthers, they're you just fucked. assume the win for argument's yeah. sake. Panthers, they're fucked. Dragons again. I don't know what you assume there. We'll see this weekend. Knights, they win. Seagulls, they're fucked. Tigers, they win. They've got an easy run as They've well. They've got an easy run. They got an easy run. All right, now go Dragons. And then Chooks. And then Chooks. Okay. Dragons, the Broncos, they're fucked. Roosters, they're fucked. Seagulls, they're fucked. Cowboys, they're fucked. Sharks, they're fucked. Raiders, they're fucked. Titans, they win. Tigers, they win. Broncos, they're fucked. They have so a bad run. They've home. got a bad they run. Got a bad the run Dragons, that's good for us. So the so the right now, Rabbitohs, so, Rabbitohs and okay. Dragons, not great. No. Chookies. Chookies have got Panthers, they're fucked. Dragons, they will probably win, I would say. Knights, they win. win. Lose to us. Fucked. Broncos, lose to the Bronx. Fucked. Lose cows, to the Cows. Tigers, they win. Storm, lose to the Storm. Rabbitohs, who knows? So, of all the draws, we've got the best. Comfortably. We've got a great draw. Yeah. Now, I can't exactly remember. Can you just go to our final run <laughs> home again? Yeah. Just want to remind ourselves, you've gone too far. Go up to... Okay, so we've got Storm... I think we win tonight. I do think we win. Then a bye. Knights win. Win. Dragons win. Roosters, Roosters win. Eels win. Titans win. Sharks win. Raiders win. Dogs win. So that's the easiest fucking run to the finals I've ever seen. We might come fourth. <laughs> that's slipstream shit though. That's yeah, what everyone's like. What's yeah. the slipstream? That's, that's the slipstream. slipstream. That's a slipstream. That's how you stream. Yeah. That's how you. That's stream. how you do it. There's a news story that, you know, Ninja Warrior? Yeah. They're thinking about including that in the LA 2028 Olympics. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Well, by they, I mean the creators of Ninja Warrior are basically taking it to the Olympics to say, can you put this in? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me when you got fucking breakdancing and shit. Oh, hang on. It says it's going to be added as the new fifth discipline of the modern pentathlon. No way. Do you know what the modern pentathlon is? Yeah, so it's... Running, swimming, fencing. Fencing. Uh, horse riding. Yeah. Now Ninja Warrior. And, You've got and, to be fucking taking And laser pistol shooting. But they're considering replacing the horse riding. They've got Jim Courier of tennis royalty, commentating royalty, doing commentating Ninja Warrior. Deep pockets, bro. Money speaks. I know. Money talks. I know. Yeah, money, money talks, not speaks. Money can get wrong lately. Um, I That's don't so like the modern pentathlon. There are like elements that that speak to like ye olden days, right? Steeplechase or whatever the fuck it is. I don't understand where Ninja Warrior comes into this. Kids getting the eyeballs. It's TikTok sport, dude. But why wouldn't you just have it on its own as opposed to? But also, what are we talking about? Like, oh, now but we're coming it- up to the big whirly, squirly, whirly thing. You're like. <laughs> This isn't the Olympics, bro. Like, what the fuck are we doing? I don't... I don't... This must be eyeball-based stuff. It is eyeball-based. You know what, though, dude? Every time they do it, the Olympics, the, the soul of the Olympics goes a bit more and a bit more and a bit more. It's like, unless it's swimming and sprinting, fucking, like, you know, shot put javelin. Track didn't and get, field Didn't they get rid swimming. of Greco-Roman wrestling? Yeah, they got rid of it. And they replaced it with breakdancing? Yep. Like, the speed climbing was okay last time. Like Track and field, swimming, weightlifting, I, climbing, gymnastics. I, Otherwise, fuck off. I sort of get climbing because, like, it's sort of like, arcs, you know, 
there's like history from a Homo sapien perspective. Yep. Ancestors and shit. Yep. Climbing sort of. You can you could argue. You can sell strongly. climbing at the market. You can sell climbing at the market. Break dancing. I'm not buying that. Nope. I'm not buying it. Nope. It's too niche. It's too dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. And that's what I'm saying that break dancing is like it's break dancing's cool as break dancing, but as an Olympic sport, it's dumb. I just don't fuck. think it's like measurable enough. As I like, mean, you could make that argument for gymnastics and shit as well. Get yeah, up, get up lists of sh- of stuff that like was an Olympic sport, but now isn't. Like, have we? Have, is there a history of of the Olympics doing this shit? Like, were they dropping weird sports in the eighties and then fucking them off again? Maybe. Is there room in the budget for dumb sports? Is this always been a thing? Or is this new TikTok generation shit? Is this, uh, is this millennial TikTok, Gen Y, Gen Because Z, Gen Ninja Warrior screams millennial to me, dude. Well, it's even younger than millennial, to be fair. It's well, I don't fucking, know my generation. I was reading it. What are we up to now? So, we're mille- so Gen Y is us. Yep. And that's, we're also millennial. Like, millennial is Gen Y. Right. Then Gen Z is, I think... Wouldn't t- millennial been you were born in the new, in the new no, millennium? No, I don't know what... It, I think it's just when you come up. I saw someone... It was in like a right. thing the other day. <laughs> then Gen Z is 25 to like maybe uh, 9, like 9 to 25. And then 9 and under is Gen Alpha. Gen Alpha? Okay. Fuck everything older than us, who cares? Above us is Gen X. Correct. And then boomers. And then boomers. 60 meter dash. Uh, yeah, this so, so 60 meter dash, uh, 3,000 meter run. Just for women. Five mile run, 80 meter hurdles, 200 meter hurdles, 200 meter hurdles. Would be, they still do that, don't Walking they? Walking events. They, you know, they got rid of the 50K. What? Walk? Yeah, the, the walk. Yeah, they did, yeah. The Jared Talent special. The standing high jump and the standing long jump. Wow. Two handed discus. Tug of war. Tug of war. Tug of war. Dude, bring back the tug of war. Bring back the tug of war for sure. That's pull for your nation stuff. The rope climb in the gymnastics? Club swing. I don't mind club swing. Don't know what an Indian club is. Side horse vault, tumbling triathlon. Relays, 400 meters. They had an underwater race in swimming in 1900. (laughs) That's cool, dude. I like that. Solo synchronized swimming. Swimming obstacle race? Where's that? Underwater obstacle race. What? Plunge for distance? So what's that? How deep you can dive? Or how far you can swim up? No, plunge for distance is in like... I don't know. Is that like diving in the water and see how far you can hold your breath for? Uh, The plunge for distance? Yeah, so it's, it's like how pretty much how far you can get while holding your breath. So not distance down. Dude, distance that's backyard pool. pool shit. How many yeah. laps of the pool can you do underwater? Wow. One-hand weightlifting. Two-handed weightlifting. Well, Isn't that what know. we've got now? That's currently what we have. Dueling pistols. Is that like as in you're shooting each other? Or is that... The 100-meter running deer. Is that what you got 100 meters to shoot a deer? The running deer... I'd like to see that again. Peter would be up your ass in a second, though, unfortunately. There was a deer-shaped target... Which made ten seventy-five feet runs. Uh, shooters took one or two shots at the target during each run. Um, okay. So I think it's almost like a clay pigeon shooting in terms of your targets moving. You got to hit it. But it's sure. a deer. But it's it a wasn't deer real. Shape. Sure. Yeah. All right. Keep going. Sailing. Blah. Rowing. Seventeen man naval rowing boats. That's intense. Long jump in the equestrian. 
Oh wow! Vaulting the equation dude. The, as the well. ponies used to have a bit more of a crack. High in it, jump as a horse, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Horse high jumps, fucking bring that back. That's probably a lot of broken legs. Cricket in the nineteen hundreds. Croquet, bring right. it back. Mm, fencing, single sticks. I'm a fencing lacrosse. Uh, polo. Jeu de plume. Jeu rugby de plume. Well, rugby union sort of back. Lacrosse, motor motor boating. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost the ability to do my lips. Why can't I do it? I used to be able to do that. It's just gone. Now, based on all that, like, what was there anything else? I thought art they competitions. To, I thought they used to have like windsurfing and shit. Art competitions, fucking hell. Well, there's a few they could bring back before fucking. Breakdancing, Jesus Christ. So the art competitions were part of the vision of the founder of the Olympics. Um, they all entered works had to be inspired by sport. Um, medals right. were awarded in five categories. Architecture, literature, music, painting, and sculpture. Boo. <laughs> Imagine getting a gold medal for sculpture. Beat it, nerds. <laughs> Beat it. This isn't what it's for. I'm all for art. I'm all for art. Don't get me wrong. But the Olympics is about muscled men and women who fuck each other and compete at the highest level, right? Correct. Correct. That's what that is. There was also uh, an Olympic alpinism prize, like alpine. So this is a discontinued winter Olympic sport. It was first awarded in 1924. There was no actual competition, but medals were awarded for the most notable alpinism feat accomplished during the previous four years. Okay. So the winners was basically a Mount Everest expedition... Uh, the first ascent of the north face of the Matterhorn and another Himalayan one. Sweet. So just like a shout out for being a psycho. Well, would you get a gold medal for ascending Ruben Garrick's 15th peak? Would that be gold medal worthy? I mean, I think it would have been. Unfortunately, they've discontinued it, but I think that that's certainly something that... I mean, Ruben's, Ruben's peaks didn't exist back then. That's true. That's true. I wouldn't be... I don't think there can be scale there, though, to be honest. No. No, well, they haven't been scaled yet, so. Anyway, look, that's great, Dave, and a perfect way to round out this week's podcast, I think, Edward. Absolutely, Thomas. Shout out to everyone, shout out to everyone, shout out to everyone. Shout out to everyone. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs>